there, welcome to the podcast of Community Action Suffolk. On this latest episode, I'm going to be chatting to Andy Skinner, who's from AMS Business Consultants, and he's also area lead for the Federation of Small Businesses in East Anglia. Hi, Andy. Thanks for joining me for the chat today. Good morning, Debbie. So do you want to tell me a little bit more just to start about AMS Business Consultants and what it does? Yeah, so um, AMS Business, I, I started the business in april 2020 just before pandemic because that's a that really was good that time. was good timing <laughs> yeah it's a really good time to start that to, to be fair so um I, i'm a what's called a lean six sigma master black belt and there's not very many of me in terms of qualifications in the uk approximately 40 or so um so i, I made a decision uh december 2019 to come out of corporate world and set the business up and what we do we, we work with businesses of all shapes and sizes across all industry sectors um to help them understand what their business process performance is. So that could be sales processes, HR processes, regardless of the industry, the size of the business, the reality is every business has or should have good processes. Now, sometimes that's system related, sometimes it's not. Um, and we do that via a combination of project delivery, consultancy or training of staff. Um, as I'm one of those very few in the UK, I'm authorised to train people and leave them professionally qualified to do what I do and do myself out of a job. Um, <laughs> and being brutally honest, that that engagement is really driven by the size of the business and by size of the business, people size of the business, not financial size of the business. So, you know, people that have got businesses that or entities, because it's not just businesses that we've supported, that have got to 15, 20 people, I much prefer to train them and educate them so they can do what we do to themselves and then have the ongoing continuous improvement focus rather than have to rely on external resources to help them all the time. Sounds like a fascinating world. And you talk about we a lot. Is it a big team of you? Um, I so started in, in April as I meant 2020, just me. Um, I've now taken on two staff and I've got five uh, subcontract associates, whatever you want to call them, um, that, that also support. And all of those I've put through uh, Lean Six Sigma training as well. Um, along in the last three years or so so um, you know they've got they come with their own special special specialist skills put my teeth in um, but I've made sure they've gone through my Lean Six Sigma program as well so they can offer they can support with that focus. Okay so we now know a little bit more about what you do and your growing team but of course the growth of your team means you're more able to help organizations like we're going to talk about today within the voluntary sector what yeah. what was it that has taken you into helping and providing your services via Community Action Suffolk and um, Suffolk Pro Help in particular to help yeah, organisations that fit into that not-for-profit category? Yeah, for, for me, um, I don't see them any different as a business, if I'm being brutally honest. So yes, some of the, the legal structure is slightly different, but ultimately the roles and the discipline of, of running those organisations it is very similar to that of running a business. So I, I've really never separated them in that sense. But but for me, voluntary work and community work is is a key part of what I've done. I've coached a boys football team for, oh, blimey, they were six when I started and now 15, so whatever that, nine years. Um, and I've recently got involved in a second one as well. So, you know, you know it, that, that takes a lot of time and effort. But seeing those boys and the individuals progress it's not just about giving them football coaching you're giving them social skills confidence in social environments um, and I was really proud proud and pleased just recently I, I able to provide a reference for one of them to get his first 
Saturday job or part time role. And for me, that, that's that's like that's kind of that's what we do it for, you know, to see individuals grow and develop, not just on the football field, but but in in wider um, social skills, social environments. Um, and to be honest, I, I joined up for Suffolk Pro Help almost immediately in terms of when I when I launched the business. So I didn't necessarily have the financial stability as a business. That, that people kind of instantly think, oh yeah, you get to a certain size or you've got a team around you and that creates the capacity and the time to then provide voluntary services. For me, it's a core part and a core value within the business. And anyone that comes on board, be that permanent employer or associate, it's an expectation almost. And you know, it's part of the, the recruitment process and, and the due diligence that we do that they are heavily invested in that as well, because it's a core value that I believe in um, and we'll continue with as long as possible. That's really good to hear you talk about that because, you know, we discuss a lot um, within this podcast about the importance of employer supported volunteering, you know, encouraging staff to feel that they have the time, the capacity and that they are given, you know, the skills and the opportunity to embrace activities and you know, initiatives that might be very close to their own heart, whatever that might be. It might be an animal shelter. It might be being, um, I don't know, on the board of governors at school or whatever, but being being supported by their employer and being able to do that. I suppose that makes me think about your role in terms of Federation of Small Business, your um, area lead for that. If we look at the number of businesses that you sort of interact with through FSB, do you think it's really important that those businesses whatever scale and shape they might be are sort of encouraged to see the voluntary sector and their role alongside and within the voluntary sector as sort of a vital part of what they do in the business community because sometimes I sense that perhaps the two sit very separately or until you start to work or, or understand the voluntary sector there's a, a too much of a distinction between the two is it on is, is the onus on people like the FSB to encourage business owners to get it more involved with the voluntary sector world? Um, I wouldn't, I mean, from an FSB perspective, I have to be careful what I say because they'll tell me off anyway, but um, I don't think so much you know, it's on the voluntary sector, but it's a key It's a key value for me, as I've mentioned. <coughs> and as the area lead, I have the year, which is part of the role, you know, to, to lobby and, and speak and act on behalf of, East Anglian businesses uh, with local authorities. For, for me, it's not just, I don't see my role as the area leader just as that. I see myself as a as a connector, if that's even the right terminology. So a bit of a glue. And and very often, you know, we have such a, a really high quality range of skills and services in East Anglia. And a lot of it's hidden, whether that's in the voluntary sector or not. And actually, you know, and I've been, again, it's a, a huge, uh, belief of mine collaboration between the different organizations benefits everybody so not just in terms of growth of the organizations financially but mental wealth and, and well-being you know actually raising awareness I, I recently did some um pro bono help for through Suffolk Pro Help for uh, an organization called uh, I forgot what they're called now Unseen Suffolk right. which is a charity that supports visually impaired people ranging from you know you might have very minimal visual impairment through to blind with support of guide dogs etc um i'd never heard of them until the application process came through through um, unseen suffolk never heard of them so you know for me part of my 
role there in terms of giving them the support, the structural support, business support, strategy planning, which is what they they asked for. That that kind of is kind of not the easy part, but that's the that's the day job, if you like. But wider to that, they're talking about what they actually do. They provide theatre services for visually impaired people. So that could be acting, could be dancing, or it could be singing. They put on a lot of concerts. I'd never heard of them. So what I'm now able to do is kind of raise awareness of them into a wider platform, into a wider business community across East Anglia. You know, so that benefits everybody because there may be families with visually impaired children. There might be you know, companies with visually impaired staff. And actually that group, that sort of unseen group is not just uh, an organization we can support and grow having the right structure and support in there but actually there's services they offer that people aren't even aware of that could really benefit from them you know i, I know people that be, for some people have been afraid to go out of the house uh, you know because they can't you know they, they've lost their sight so it's taken a real toll on on their mental well mental well-being but actually a group like that well there's a group of 10 15 individuals that have been through the same maybe mm-hmm. maybe three or four years ago a real support mechanism for them and they can get them back into social activities as well. Yeah some real reassurance in that kind of lived experience piece you know having empathy having walked in their shoes I think yeah you're right I think that's really really valuable and then therefore as you you talk to your, you talk about yourself as a connector and providing the glue to the business community being able to kind of take that story in all the networking that you're doing and saying you know there is this organization and you may have employees who could benefit from an organization like this yeah I agree I mean I, I kind of call it my one-man mission which it really isn't but you know for me raising and building that sense of community I mean the, the FSB networking that I do for example I, I volunteer for the FSB I don't get paid for it, I do it because I enjoy doing it as much as anything um, but we have regularly now 40 to 50 businesses that turn up on a weekly basis to online networking Wow. Not because it's the best networking in the, it is the best networking in the world, but not, not really least, it's the best networking. It's, it's Other than the created, community action Suffolk networking, of course. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But we've created that community. So many of them are regulars that are there every week because they know Joe Blogs, Jane Blogs, you know, they're going to be there so they can have a chat and catch up. It's as much of a, a catch up and a coffee for those as, as a networking opportunity. So there are new people that come and obviously go. And for me, that that's fantastic because, they, you know, we, we kind of question will virtual networking thrive as much post um, pandemic? And I, I guess we can call it post pandemic now. We're not quite in it still. But um, answer is yeah, because actually we've created that community. It's not any, it's, for me, it's got not hasn't got anything to do whether it's virtual or in person it's the community that's been created I'm, I'm interested to know when you start working with a voluntary sector organization and you know there you are as Mr business consultant guru and people kind of think oh this is the guy that's been assigned to help us grow our business or help us look at everything we're doing wrong is there a sense of like an inferiority complex that you see within organizations do you, do you feel that part of your job is almost reminding them that their their business, their organisation is as valuable and valid as any other kind of, if you like, more traditional commercial business? Is that part of the role that you have to play? Yeah, I think it's absolutely crucial. And, I, and again, I wouldn't actually differentiate between supporting somebody in the voluntary sector and a, a non-VCSE non client. Um, I think... The voluntary sector are more open to ask for help and they don't see it so much as a weakness 
or a failing whereas some business business owners see that as oh i can't ask for help because that then tells everyone i don't know what i'm doing which is is nonsense um and a huge part of of my role and again the team and, we, and due diligence we go through is we're not there to judge we're there as the process geeks if you want to call yeah. it a better phrase. um so you know great example one of the other business organizations people in business or organizations through stuff at pro help lang and wall gardens now i don't have green fingers i couldn't i I, have, I know absolutely nothing about growing or, or gardening um you're in good company really, on this podcast i can tell you that makes two yeah. of us well, they, they were but they were really apprehensive and, and i went to meet them for the first time uh, the lady that founded um the, the kick uh, well they're now founded it as a kick they hadn't at that point um you know but she was really apprehensive i don't know what i'm doing so you don't need to that's why i am here. i'm here to help you with the structure and the planning and the the commercialization of the gardens you're there to be the expert and specialist in what you do and actually we need you need both sets of skills not one or the other they complement each other because if you don't have that skill well you can have the best discipline and the best business planning and the best processes in the world if you haven't got anything to produce or, or, or you know or, or actually sell or for people to come and visit you know you need both and that's the same for me whether it's a voluntary organization or, or you know purely commercial for profit limited company etc set up i see it time and time again the businesses that, that i uh, and organizations that integrate the business owners are fantastic at what they do they are probably some of the best in the country maybe some in the world at what they do in terms of the product or the service that they provide that doesn't mean they're good at running a business and that's and, and that's not a that's not a, a criticism or a judgmental statement either that's where people like us exist so not just me there's lots of organizations especially locally that support businesses support vcses and we should be doing it together we should be collaborating more more and more because nobody expects you to kind of sit there and, and wear all hats, do they? You don't start running a business manufacturing, I don't know, chairs, but also be the best accountant in the world, the best marketeer in the world, you know, the best at logistics and supply and, and retail. This is re you made a really good point there as well, you know, outsourcing of those specialist skills for some of the smaller entities, like myself, relatively small, I don't have a finance director or finance department. I outsource that because I couldn't do it. And for me to try and bring that in-house, you know, I'm, I'm not of a size that, that just as a business that, that justifies that. Marketing, I can do an element, but then I hit ceiling because of capacity and resource. So no different for VCSEs. Why are you trying to market, you know, Suffolk Pro Help even as an example? You know, you've got members in there that are marketing businesses and specialists. Use them to help market the program. Don't try and do it all yourself. And it, uh, some people kind of see that as a we, we have to break down that mentality that it's not a weakness and it's okay to use outsourced and other people's skills um, and resources to support each other. And the two things, we, we can't be all things to all people. And if, we're, if it, we are in danger sometimes of diluting our proposition, if we try and run around like a mad thing and do it all ourselves. And I think that's what every small business learns as they go along. And that shouldn't, as you say, be any different, be a, a big corporate or a voluntary sector organization. So I'm sure the work that you do enable, in enabling people to sort of have that kind of sounding board with you and feel that they can go through a troubleshooting process is, is really, really important. So 
have you you've, you've got a couple of projects you're working with through Suffolk Pro Help at the moment any plans to get involved in any more um yeah so well I've, I've got three or four clients that that we're supporting through that which are Langham Gardens I mentioned they they're kind of my they were my first Pro Help Suffolk two years now nearly have been supporting them um, and it's great because we've seen them double in terms of size in terms of financial size um, but also stability they weren't even registered as a kit when I started helping with them so they've gone through that whole process and then organization organizational structure but also looking at digital tools they can use to benefit uh, you know so that's true um for, for me and, I, and I'm working with with Jade uh, Jade Lee now to put on we're going to do a number of we're going to reinvigorate the lunch I don't know what she used to call them lunch and learn lessons or something um <coughs> so a number of sessions and some are coming up in March actually where we're going to you know basically an open open workshop for VCSCs to attend and go through, you know, learn about business planning or strategic planning in a, in a relevant environment for those VCSEs. And the doors always open in terms of people that come through, you know, re requests for support. Um, and I'm particularly proud that I've got about um, five, at least five people to join as members in Suffolk Program now. So we're, we're growing that membership as much as supporting VCSEs, we're widening the people that are happy to give their time back and support those organizations as well oh that's amazing well you really are kind of spreading the word about pro help so thank you andy it's really great to see how you're working with people and what we'll do is we'll put your details and details about pro help in the episode show notes for this podcast so thank you so much i'm sure we'll check in again perhaps in a few months time and see what other projects Definitely. you're working on and how those lunch and learn events are going as well so thank you for listening to the latest episode of the community action suffolk podcast you've been listening to me debbie watson and andy skinner of ams business consultants Thank you.